I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Is an anagram of risk. Chris. I want to start off this podcast by saying today we have something very, very important to discuss. First of all, I want to talk about two programs that I saw. The first one is called Hustlers which includes Jennifer Lopez. This is a film which, unfortunately, because I live in Italy, the title was translated into The Girls of Wall Street. So I thought it was another film like Ocean's 13, something like this, you know, like proper like robbing people from Wall Street, or business girls. Well, they were in a business. They were basically strippers. I'm watching J-Lo gyrate around a pole when it's not really to decent music, isn't the nicest thing to see. But I don't understand this film. I don't understand whether, whether it was supposed to be a comedy or what. I understand that it was actually based on a true story, but still, they could have made it a bit more entertaining. There were many famous people in it as well for like five minutes. There was Cardi B, Lizzo, and somebody else, I don't remember who. There are some other famous people in it, but they kind of disappeared. And then Jayla was left with this one Asian girl, who's very good, okay, but... Nothing really happened in the film. I don't get it. Have you seen this film? If I saw the English title before I pressed play, I would not have watched it. Now, the second thing I watched this week was a documentary on Netflix about Scientology because somebody I know is a Scientologist and I've never understood the religion because they always say it's a religion. Okay. And I've actually never spoken to this friend about Scientology face to face. So I thought, let's watch this documentary and see what it tells us. Basically, it shows us that John Travolta was trapped in Scientology and basically kind of blackmailed, it seems, don't hold me to that, but it seems like he was basically threatened to stay as a Scientologist, otherwise they would release information about him, private information. What bad information can there be on John Travolta? I mean, John Travolta is John Travolta. Okay, Tom Cruise, maybe, but I'm joking. But John Travolta, no. And there were some people who were interviewed who used to be in Scientology. One girl called Spank, which was quite weird, really, that her name is Spank or Spanky, even worse. Do you remember it's Spank or Spanky? When you watch it, you'll see, anyway. Um, she was the advisor for John Travolta. She was the one who worked with John Travolta, basically, side by side, his connection to the Scientology, what would you call it? Temple? I don't know. Really, it doesn't show a good side of Scientology, and so I'm glad I'm not a Scientologist. But I really hope that other Scientologists out there watch this documentary as well because maybe they don't know about these things that were filmed and talked about but like with everything it's television it could all be glorified just to make it sound bad or sound good like like maybe i've said before i'm not a religious person i don't care what religion you believe in i'm happy if you believe in something as long as we don't hurt each other but in this documentary it shows that basically some people who were like defectors deflectors defectors or deflectors Defectors, not deflectors, defectors. There were some Scientology deflectors who... No, I said it again. Defectors. Defectors, yeah, yeah. I'm going crazy, don't know why. It's the temperature. Who were interviewed and they talked about their experience in the in the religion. 
I keep saying religion, but after watching the documentary, it doesn't seem really much like a religion. Every Scientologist out there is now going to send me an email slagging me off, but I really don't care. I've seen the documentary, and everything in the documentary must be true because it's on television. Obviously, that's a joke. So, I don't know. If you're a Scientologist, send me an email just to let me know if you've seen the documentary. I'm very interested, as uh, for a Scientologist, what you thought about this documentary. Now, the reason I started off with these two terrible programs that I saw is I want to talk about another program which is now on television in the UK. I don't know whether it's a series or whether it was a one-off, but in England, many people were talking about it. It's called Me and My Penis. Yes, you heard correctly, and I'm not talking about my penis. I'm talking about a television program in the UK, which was on Channel 4, which is a national public television. Um, obviously, the show was not shown before the watershed. It was shown after the watershed. The watershed is a specific time in the UK, obviously, in every country probably. But in the UK, we call it the watershed. It's a specific time when things can be shown like programs with bad language or um, sexual things, things like that. Okay, so this program basically talks about an artist whose name is Ajamu X, and he's a British artist, curator, archivist, okay, and activist. And he's put my teeth in today, I can't seem to get any words out. He's from Huddersfield, which is not far from Manchester, where I'm from. And so this program talks about, he interviews, I've not seen the program because I can't, because initially we can't see it, and I don't actually know whether I want to see it or not. In this program, he interviews people and takes photographs. Well, I hope he interviews people. Otherwise, what is the point in the thingy, in the program? He takes photographs of these people who've had bad things happen to them. So one was in the military who had his testicles blown off and things like this. So, okay, there is um, a side where, like a documentary type side, I'm guessing from what I've read. But the main thing in this program is he takes pictures of these men with an erection yes an erection and i don't mean some scaffolding at the front of your house i mean an erect penis and this is shown on television now this is the first time an erect penis has been shown on television in the uk so it says all over the all over the news the guardian the telegraph telegraph everything in your opinion is this art or is this porn I don't know. I don't understand why it was done, to be honest. Because if you showed a woman's private parts on television, have they been shown? Have they not in the UK? I don't know, because I've not watched these kind of programs. But basically, many people said he put uh, like an octopus around one person's ankles to show that he was trapped, and but he was naked. So then there was another guy in a shirt, only in a shirt, a posh guy, a very elegant, sophisticated man, only in a shirt with an erection um, and then he decorated somebody's erection with a garland of flowers and one person actually said it looked like Gordon the gopher who was a puppet that used to work with Philip Schofield or Philip Schofield used to work with the puppet Gordon the gopher who knows who was the boss maybe Gordon he, one person said it looked like Gordon the gopher had won a Formula One race he had a garland around his neck this person's erect penis looked like Gordon the gopher a puppet that isn't really a compliment but somebody else said that uh, it wasn't really art because all the men who he interviewed are all muscular men well, i don't know so what do you think did you see the program i don't know so what i'm going to do is i'm going to phone my mother now and see if she saw it what do you want what do you want hello can you hear me now yeah can you hear me yeah okay last night what was on television on channel four that all england is talking about 
no idea I didn't, I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> the only person who didn't watch it is a television program called Me and My Penis. No, 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 I never watched it. I don't watch no. Channel 4. Very rare I watch Channel 4. No, basically, it was this artist, okay, who was taking photographs of men with erect penises um, in, like, different positions. People who had, like, dark, not dark, like, um, bad situation in the past for example there was a military guy with his balls blown off and oh, so they do these things but the, the the fact that england is talking about it apart from you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is the fact that the penises were erect and everybody saw it and they're saying it's art what's your opinion no that's not art that's not art that's not art at all no no was it like she didn't see it so you're gonna, you're gonna go and watch it now, aren't you? Oh no, no, I'm not gonna go watch it now. No, no. It's what? What did you say? It's what? It's porn. Why erect? not? They said it's art. It's an erect no. penis, and that basically one person said, I, I can't say it without laughing. It's impossible. One person said there was a guy, basically put um, a ring of uh, a garland of flowers around his his hard penis. Okay, yeah. and what? <laughs> and, to take a photograph and one <laughs> one one what I, I i can't say it without laughing and one viewer wrote it was like seeing gordon the gopher winning a formula one race <laughs> because at the end they put the, the flowers around <laughs> No, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. So it's not something you you have ready to watch then every every Monday night. No. <laughs> no. Okay. You know you don't you don't sit there with a cup of tea and a and a penguin and watch no. it with dad. <laughs> not really. No. I don't no. Like I don't watch Channel Four. No, because no. England also created that naked attraction where you see naked people starting from the bottom up. The oh, dating yeah, yeah. program. Yeah, I know. I think they've started it here now in Italy as well. But have you ever seen that? Well, I've seen it. I'll tell you where I've seen it on Gogglebox. Ah, okay. I've never actually sat and watched it, but on Gogglebox, they, um, and it's funny because the two old women are <laughs> there watching it, so it's really funny. Uh-huh. Really funny. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But in- England's becoming a little bit pervy now. Well, they all seem to be on Channel 4, don't they? Ah, is it on Channel 4 as well? That's on Channel 4 as well, yeah. Ah, okay. Which is public television. You you would think it would be on private television, not public television. Channel Four's public, isn't it? it yeah. It's not like the BBC. Yeah. No, it's not BBC. No. Uh, but at least yeah. on Naked Attraction, they're not erect, are they? No, no, no. no. In fact, you know. So this artist said, "It's art. Why is it a taboo to see it on television?" Well, it's not art, is it? Mm-mm, not no. really, no. It might be, you know, but other people think differently. Uh, so everybody oh, in England is talking about it, are they? Yeah, if you if you type on on um, Google now, me and my penis, you'll see all the comments. You don't see anything. <laughs> I don't particularly want. <laughs> no, we did it. We were looking at it today, but you don't actually see the the program. They don't show you anything that was in the program, but you just see all the funny comments by people. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the the god the god and the golfer winning <laughs> <laughs> winning the race. But my question is, and I don't understand, was it is it just do you know you don't know anything about it? I don't know if it was a one off or it's gonna be like a series. I have no but, idea. Uh, but a series of what? <laughs> <laughs> I 
what are they going to do? A different situation every week? Oh, no. Mm, I no, don't know. No, no I don't know. No, no. Uh, well, there you go. Not right. something I'll be tuning into anyway, really. <laughs> right, I'm going to drink my Vimto and watch 13 Reasons Why, then. Okay, then. All right. Well, I'll speak to you later. All right, then. See, see you later. Bye. See you. Bye. 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 So if you don't know who Gordon the Gopher is, go and look on Google, and then you can try and imagine what the images look like. Also, at the end, I said, let me go and finish my Vimto. I'm drinking Vimto. Vimto is a drink from Manchester. It was invented in Manchester. Now, I wanted another person's opinion, somebody who works in art. So I asked Ray, the style researcher, maybe you've seen him on my YouTube channel when I interviewed him, or in the magazine, because he writes some articles and does some interviews in the magazine. The, the magazine that's out now, The Autumn Issue, he did an article interviewing a guy from America, and then he did, it was an interview, and then he did an article about the faces of Armani. So let's see what he has to say about it. I would say that it's a bit too much to show men with erect penises on TV, even if it comes from art. But um, naked men, not erected, should have been seen a bit more during the history because just women's body have been has been shown and this created a bit of difference and women's body has always been seen like an object so i would say that like this is too much but even to not show at all naked man is too less okay so that was his artistic opinion so do you agree with him do you think it's because through history we've not really seen men naked on television or do you think that it's just something that shouldn't happen let me know send me an email i'm interested to read your comments also let me know would a show like this be aired aired means put on television would a show like this be aired in your country and how would the people of your country react send me an email to chris podcast at gmail.com so i can have a read Okay, we're going to have a look at some expressions, or phrasal verbs, things like this, idiomatic expressions, all connected to being surprised. Because like I said, many people in the UK were surprised at me and my penis. Not me and my penis, the television program, me and my penis. In fact, on TikTok yesterday, I think it was the day before, when I did a little video about me and my penis, the television program, TikTok had to check it because they thought I was going to show my penis on TikTok. Seriously, have you ever met me? So let's have a look at these expressions then. So the first one is to do a double take. This means to take another look at something because you are surprised or shocked and can't believe what you saw the first time. You can't believe your eyes and you have to look again. So an example is Anthony did a double take as he saw his wife sitting at a table with another man. Only a double take. I'm sure he did something else as well. But that's the expression to do a double take. Double take has a hyphen between it. Let's put it together to make it into a compound noun. Okay. The next expression is to be caught off guard. Off guard, not of guard. I've seen some mistakes by some students putting of instead of off. So to be caught off guard means to be taken by surprise. You didn't expect that thing that happened to happen. For example, 
Um, I was caught off guard when she told me she was pregnant. I had no idea she wanted kids. She's always said she doesn't like kids. She doesn't like. She doesn't want to have babies. She's happy when she sees children as long as they go home at the end of the evening. And then I was caught off guard when she told me she was pregnant. I'm like, oh, you've been complaining for years that you don't want kids. And now all of a sudden you're pregnant. So I was caught off guard. I was caught by surprise, taken by surprise. So the expression is caught off guard. Okay. The next one. If you say my jaw dropped, this means... I was so surprised that my mouth literally opened. I was like, what? Okay, American people do that, not English people. So if you say my jaw dropped, it means something that surprised you so much you couldn't react. Basically, your mouth opened, you're like, what on earth is happening? So uh, my jaw dropped when she pulled up in front of my house in a limousine. She became rich. She has a chauffeur now. I had no idea. My mouth is open in shock. The next one's very nice little expression, which means very surprised or shocked, is knock me down with a feather. Oh, knock me down with a feather. Or you can say, I was knocked down with a feather. An example, hmm, you could have knocked me down with a feather when I passed my driving test. I thought I did terribly. This is true. I actually drove over a curb. Uh-uh. But my driving instructor knew I didn't mean to do it. And so I passed. Not driving instructor, no, driving examiner. So the next one is to be startled. S-T-A-R-T-L-E-D. If you're startled, you are suddenly surprised or frightened by something. An example, sorry I didn't mean to startle you. Let me buy you another drink. Because when I startled him, he spilled his drink or knocked it over. And so now I feel guilty. And so I buy him another drink. Sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. And the last one I want to look at is to be struck dumb. Now, dumb, D-U-M-B, means stupid, but in this case, it means mute, when you can't speak. This means you're so shocked or astonished that you're unable to speak. Carly was struck dumb when her high school crush asked her to the dance. Say it! Right! Today, I want to talk about the letters A. T E when they are together as a suffix. Okay. So for example, we've all seen the word private. Okay, it's spelled P-R-I-V-A-T-E. A-T-E is pronounced ut. Okay? Ut. So when you see the suffix A-T-E at the end of a noun or an adjective, the pronunciation is always ut. Private elaborate, okay, approximate, always ut when it's A-T-E on the end of a noun or an adjective. Example of a noun with A-T-E on the end, we all love this one, chocolate. It's not chocolate, it's not chocolate either, it's chocolate, chocolate. Okay, so the end of a noun or end of an adjective, A-T-E is pronounced as ut, just to make it more accurate, okay. When A-T-E is at the end of a verb, okay, for example, communicate, A-T-E is pronounced as ate, like the past tense of to eat, ate, communicate. So A-T-E suffix, the end of a verb is ate, the end of a noun is ut, and at the end of an adjective, again, is ut. There you go, easy to remember. 
So today you've had a lot of comprehension, lots of new vocab. Also, you had to listen to my mother for a long time when she laughs. And as you can hear, my family, when we laugh so hard, we actually stop breathing. Hopefully, she will not pass out in the middle of one of our future podcasts. So you've got some shows to watch, some shows to avoid. Me and my penis, you can decide whether to watch it or not. Let me know if you've seen it. I'm really interested to know if you've actually seen the show. And if you find a way that you can see it abroad, let me know. I don't particularly want to watch it, but just maybe I can tell other people where you can see it. And remember, don't forget to check out all the videos on YouTube, TikTok, everywhere, 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 everywhere. And share, be nice, be generous. Sharing is caring, as a very good friend of mine, Panos Muzarakis, told me. He's a great singer from Greece. Go and check him out, because if you've not seen him, you're missing out. If you saw the film Mamma Mia 2, he's in that almost through the whole film. And don't forget to download the new issue of Circa Magazine. It's totally free, so don't miss out and don't waste the opportunity. It's full of vocab and many new things to learn as well. You can learn new things about the world. And I've got one last word for you. Jingle! Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for things is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk.